0: putting the voice player in the center of the organization can help optimize your player experience. Hello and welcome to Fogata's podcast, Let's Talk Customer Feedback. Today we have the pleasure of hosting Fernando Ferry, Communications Manager Team Lead at Wildlife. First, let's say hi to Fernando. How are you doing today?
1: Hello, I'm doing great. Thank you, and thank you for having me.
0: We're so happy to have you here. Fernando has been working in the video game industry for nine years now. He started as a player support analyst and quickly found his passion in helping players and giving them the best experience possible. Riot Games was his first experience in the industry, and he learned a lot about how big developers manage their massive player base and all the challenges that come with it. Fernando now works at Wildlife Studios as a community lead, and together they are building the best communities for the players. Players become emotionally connected to games, and when companies decide to make changes to the game, implement new features, or make new releases, players will start conversations online on multiple channels to discuss their opinions with other players. If companies are not analyzing this feedback, they're missing out on a lot of valuable information. Are companies really putting the voice of the players in their strategic decisions? How do companies cut through the noise to find the most relevant feedback? Can't wait to hear what Fernando has to say about all this. So let's start. So Fernando, for the first question, we would love to know how does player feedback influence your day-to-day as a communications manager team lead at Wildlife?
1: All right, so listening to players' feedback should be every community manager's priority. And that's precisely how my community manager operate here at Wildlife. So we are closely monitoring all the feedback and whatever our players are saying on a daily basis. So it helps us prioritize our design decisions, identify bugs and other potential risks, and understand the impact of our content that we're putting out there. So you can have 7, 14, or 30 days reports with players' feedback and what happened and their sentiment, but you need to be looking at that feedback and that sentiment daily because you might be missing out on some great opportunities if you don't.
0: That's very interesting. I agree. At the end of the day, I mean, you can get a very broad report, but you really want to deep dive into what your players are saying to truly understand the sentiment and and what people are talking about, right?
1: Exactly. That's exactly what we aim to do.
0: So how do you collect player feedback and how do you and wildlife in general implement the voice of the players in optimization of your games?
1: Okay, so to collect player feedback right now, we're using Afogada to do it, mm-hmm. which is great because we can collect player feedback from different sources, uh, which has been a game changer for us because we did have some challenges and problems in the past regarding sources. And right now, we're generating 24 hours feedback after the release of every new feature or content. And we use that information combined with the in-game data to quickly respond to potential risks or improvement points. So I even have a great example about this. It was a a change we made to the game a few weeks ago. And what we did, we tweaked some parameters of one of our features related to player progression. And in less than 24 hours, players quickly shared their discontent and the issues with this change. So we analyzed their feedback, their sentiment, and we did a full rollback on this change until we could find a better solution. So if you were not looking at feedback, if you were waiting uh, longer to analyze the feedback on this change, this could have a, a bigger impact in our metrics and everything else. So, and having a good tool and the uh, practice of looking at feedback on a daily basis made all the difference.
0: Well, that's so interesting because um, really like you're utilizing player feedback and well, <laughs> I forgot, but thankfully in the best way possible because... As you say, if players would have, like, if you wouldn't have listened to your players, you could have lost a lot of players. And and it's amazing that you are truly looking at the why behind the numbers all the time in real time, because that really showcases how wildlife is really, like, really cares about their players and their experience.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, it could impact their long time retention, could impact their demonization of of our features and other stuff. So it makes a big difference if you're looking at feedback on a daily basis, for sure.
0: Definitely. And there must be a lot of noise and millions of conversations in your communities at Wildlife. How do you handle all of these data? And how do you manage to find the most important feedback from your core players?
1: It can definitely be challenging trying to narrow down all that noise to actionable and valuable feedback. But... Thanks to Afogadas' robust search engines, uh, we can create queries uh, using keywords and other elements that allow us to generate reports based on the parameters we set. So that way we can look for specific topics on our social channels. For instance, we know that are most of our core players, they are on Discord right now. That's uh, like they're talking every day. We have over 30,000 messages on a daily basis on Discord. Wow. Uh, and <laughs> by using afogadas and the word, let's say the keyword matchmaking, we can see exactly what they're talking about this topic every day. So it makes it really easy to look for that specific feedback from a specific topic or feature, whatever it is that we're looking for. So it makes a huge difference.
0: It's amazing that you have such big communities and, and how you manage to build out the, that noise. But when it comes to making strategy decision strategic decisions about the game how do you decide really what player feedback to listen and to which not because really you can, I probably would think that in your communities there is a lot of people saying they like something or they dislike the same the same thing and and how where do you find that balance between the players? I
1: would say it all comes down to a few things so one experience the knowledge of the product you were responsible for this one is really important and the tools you have available. So a lot must be considered when you're deciding what feedback is valuable to the product and what's not. So volume, frequency, and the impact are the most common, common ones, I would say. So let's say we release a new character and a vocal minority on Twitter is complaining about the character being too strong. So that type of feedback alone does not require immediate action, but we need to keep it on our readers because if the feedback persists, And we check with internal teams, what's the performance of the character inside the game, let's say, win rate, usage, and other things. We can tie the two together and say, okay, so this vocal minority, it's actually, they're saying something that it's persisting along the weeks. And it's something that we should definitely maybe roll out a balance change or something else to try to fix the situation. So it's kind of complicated when you're trying to find the right feedback. But if you know your community, you know your product, that makes things a lot easier.
0: Right. I completely agree with that. And how important do you think is for gaming companies to listen to the voice of the players and make relevant changes? I know Wildlife, as I can see in the answers, you're really into it. But how much do you think companies are really doing it? Is it a trend, a buzzword, or you think that it's really happening?
1: All right. So I think that Listening to the voice of your players should be every company's priority and even part of their values, to be honest, community, in my opinion, is an unfair advantage that you must learn how to leverage. So you have thousands, sometimes even millions of users testing and using your products every day, finding bugs for you and providing feedback. So if you're not fostering that community, taking care of your players and listening to them, you're missing out on huge opportunities. So. When it comes to companies really doing it, I would say that a lot of companies claim they listen to their players. But in reality, we know not many do. So building a strong and healthy community is much more than just publishing things on social media and saying that, hey, uh, listening to players is the most important thing for us. You need to know how to foster a good relationship of give and take with the community. That means that there needs to be a communication between the two parties. You need to not acknowledge their feedback and their importance. You need to be transparent with what's happening. Otherwise, you're just saying things and not actually doing anything with the feedback and what the players are telling you. So players will feel like everything they're saying, it's falling on deaf ears, and eventually you're going to lose that advantage that you had, which is your community.
0: I really like what you just mentioned now because it really comes back to the most basic part of communications between two sides, which is just a two-way communication. So that makes total sense. If you want people to listen, you should listen to the others and, and vice versa. So I can completely relate to what you're saying. And I think that's what also makes Wildlife one of the top leading gaming studios, as we can actually really see that you really care and are into analyzing what your players are saying.
1: Yeah, we we try. (laughs) Uh, We still make some mistakes uh, every now and then, but we try to learn from them and make sure that we are doing the best we can for our players and for our communities.
0: (laughs) That's great. And Fernando, for our last question, we know that the gaming industry is a very competitive one. How do you manage to stay ahead of the competition? How do you create communication strategies that resonate with your players?
1: Okay, so I think that paying attention to what your competitors and other great companies are doing is really important. Everyone should be doing it. You can learn from their success and their failures as well. And listening to your players is also a great way to build uh, strong and good communication strategies. So I'll give you an example from another company, Wizards of the Coast, the company that created Magic the Gathering. So... Their players were organizing, that That was like 20 years ago, were organizing these events on their own. That would happen every Friday, and it was something that players really enjoyed in their community, and they saw an opportunity there. So what they did is that they started organizing these events on their own with the support of Wizards of the Coast, of course, all the resources they had, and that, and they made an official event out of it, which turned out to be a huge success because Friday Night Magic exists to this day. So... If you, your own players will tell you exactly what they like, what they dislike, what works and what doesn't work. And that information combined with their experience and expertise in the product and community will give you all the tools and material you need to build successful communications strategies.
0: That's a really nice way to end that question, Fernando. And and I really like this because I feel that sometimes companies forget about the power of the community. So if you can really, if you put enough power to it, I think that companies would be much more successful. So I really like all your insights that you shared today. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to participate in today's podcast. It was super interesting to learn about your take on the importance of player feedback and how to utilize it to create the ultimate strategies to optimize your games and build more long-term relationships with your players.
1: I'd like to thank you too for the opportunity. I think it's great that uh, we have these podcasts to share knowledge with other folks. So thank you again.
0: Thanks. And thanks all for listening. And don't forget to visit us at Afrogata.com.